Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, movie fans. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here. But if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. And today's show is a very important one, folks, because there are close to 100 feature films being released this fall, starting in September. And we need all the help we can get in deciding which ones we want to see, especially since it costs so much to go to the movies these days. And that's why I'm very pleased that three of my favorite critics are here with us. But before beginning our discussion, I want to express my sadness over the recent passing of filmmaker Tony Scott and comedian Phyllis Diller, who both gave us so many entertaining moments to remember. My condolences to their loved ones and friends. And now I'd like to tell you a bit about our distinguished guests today. They are Richard Jack Smith, James Cold Harrison, and A.J. Hockery. This is the perfect film critic trifecta. Richard was born in London and currently resides in South Wales. He writes film reviews for Real Talk Movie Reviews, plus his top 100 movies are included in the book Magical Movie Moments. James, our film historian, belongs to the San Diego Film Critics Society and has written film commentary for the La Jolla Village News, No Cover Music Magazine, Classic Movie Guide, and Review Express. AJ has contributed movie reviews to a variety of sites, including Real Talk Movie Reviews, Classic Movie Guide, Review Express, TerrorTube, and his new blog called CineSplice. I'll bring our guests on as soon as Nikki Starr tells me she's ready to help with the show. Nikki, are all systems go in the chat room? They certainly are. And I want to say hi to Eddie and to Kentucky Timer. They are in the chat room right now, and Eddie's been so nice to Facebook, to his Facebook Facebook group and all the blog talkers. So thank you very much. Oh, thanks for uh, mentioning that, Nikki, and uh, Eddie gave us uh, time on um, the Wacko uh, show this morning, Wacko Morning Show, and gave gave us time to talk about today's show. So I'd like to uh, thank him and welcome him to the chat room, and also Kai Tamar, too. I, and I think we'll have others joining us as the, as the show progresses. And um, I want to thank you, uh, Nikki, for doing such a great job with, with the chat. We really appreciate all our listeners, and we also appreciate Richard Jack Smith for joining us from across the pond. Richard, who's calling from Wales, is no stranger to our show. He was a big hit on last year's early Oscar buzz episode. Welcome back to Movie Attic Headquarters, Richard. Thank you, Bejo. Thank you for having me. 
Well, it's great to have you with us again, and it's also great to have James Cold Harrison back. James calls himself the oldest teenage movie fan, so I know he's <laughs> ready to talk about the upcoming fall movies. Am I right, James? <laughs> you you absolutely are. Yes, I'm totally incurable, and I've I've loved movies since I was a little tiny kid. <laughs> and I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> and rounding out our panel is AJ, also known as the Mad Movie Man. I never asked you this, AJ, but I, I just can I can resist no longer. How did you get the title of the Mad Movie Man? Well, back when I used to go to college at uh, UW Barron County, I used to write for the uh, the campus newsletter, which is called Roots. And it was pretty much just me and one other guy, and he did uh, sports stuff, and we shared a class together. And one day he just said, "Hey, how's it going there, Mad Movie Man?" And so it 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 just, it just stuck, and I ran with it when I started my uh, radio show at UW River Falls. So if I you're listening, him. if you're listening out there, Jimmy Casca, I owe you a debt of gratitude, but you're not getting any future royalties from the Mad Movie Man name. It's all mine. Oh. <laughs> Well, I think it's a good one for you. I mean, because you're not always happy with some of the movies, and you, and you certainly let us know when you're when you're not. So, so it's a great it's a great title to, uh, for you to have. And before asking you and Richard and James about the upcoming uh, fall films, I want to read a list of some of the titles that have uh, piqued my interest. Now, these are not necessarily the ones I'm most eager to see, but I just kind of wondered about them. They kind of, you know, popped out to me as I was going through the the um, uh, latest issue of Entertainment Weekly, which, which devoted about half of the magazine to the fall film preview. But here are the, here are the ones that I thought uh, were worth further exploration. Looper, Won't Back Down, End of Watch, Hotel Transylvania, Arbitrage, Argo, Cloud Atlas, Seven Psychopaths, Alec Cross, that's Alex Cross, Frank and Weenie, Killing Them Softly, Life of Pi, Anna Karenina, Lincoln, The Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 2, Silver Linings Playbook, Skyfall, Red Dawn, Flight, Les Miserables, The Hobbit, Jack Reacher, The Guilt Trip, Django Unchained, and Hyde Park on the Hudson. Now, of course, that's only 25 films out of close to 100 major uh, features being released. So I'm sure I missed some that A.J. and Richard and James are eager to talk about. So my first question is, among the many films being released during this fall season, which ones are you most eagerly anticipating and why? Richard, I realize there might be a different release schedule in Wales, but, but let's start with you. Which ones are you looking forward to the most and why? The one at the top of the list for me is called Zero Dark Thirty. It's about the search for Osama Bin Laden. It comes out in December here. I'm not sure about America. It might be earlier for America. And it's directed by Catherine Bigler and written by Mark Boll, who uh, wrote The Hurt Locker. And that's uh, exciting for another reason, because William C. Goldenberg is editing it, and he's done The Heat, The Insider, Ali, and Seabiscuit. So I'm very excited to see what he comes up with in that film. I hadn't heard about that. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yes, it's, yes, it's a military yes, yes. term, actually. It's a military term for uh, 30 minutes after midnight, and it also refers to the 
secrecy surrounding the decade-long mission to hunt down um, Osama bin Laden. There was a wow. lot of controversy about this movie when they were making it because it was sort of top secret while they were making it because they didn't want anybody to know, you know, how this all came down. And uh, uh, I don't know if it's just uh, a baloney about being top secret and, uh, you know, the CIA keeping an eye on them and everything, but uh, it did make a little bit of buzz news and everything. So I'm looking forward to it as well because I love Catherine Bigelow's direction. And just so happened that... Uh, the Hurt Locker was edited by a lovely lady here in San Diego, and she won the Oscar for that, but she didn't do this new film. Uh, you mentioned another fellow who edited this new film. Uh, and what was his name? William C. Goldenberg. He edited Heat, uh, The Insider, Ali, and Seabiscuit. He got nominations for The Insider and Seabiscuit. Oh, oh well, he's not shabby, is he? Yeah. No, well, he's a, a very shame. good editor. <laughs> what Great team, well, yeah. That one looks like a, a very interesting uh, film. Um, were there any others that that you're looking forward to? Yes, Django Unchained, the new Quentin Tarantino flick. That that looks really interesting. I watched the trailer for that twice, I think, uh, over the weekend. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jamie Foxx, Christoph Waltz. I remember you saying, Betty Joe, you liked his acting in Inglorious. Beep. <laughs> I wouldn't say the other word. <laughs> no, you can say <laughs> it. Glorious bleep. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I I have to tell you, Richard, you might not have been listening when we uh, we did talk a little bit about that uh, that particular movie a couple of uh, shows ago, because uh, my husband thinks that, that Quentin Tarantino is is the best <laughs> film director who ever lived, and so. He wants, you know, every time I get a chance, he wants me to uh, t to tell people about uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. So I'm glad you have that on your uh, list, and I'll pass that on to Larry, and he'll he'll be happy to hear that too. But what uh, what a cast that has, Jamie. You said Jamie Foxx and Christoph Waltz, and and you said Leonardo DiCaprio is in it also. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that one that one sounds interesting. So so far then you've got Zero Dark Thirty and Django Unchained. So so you've got two that you're looking forward to. Are there any others? Yes, Lincoln. I, I know. I remember you saying before on one of the shows that uh, you went that keen on biopics. This one's about yeah. Abraham Lincoln and uh, Daniel Day Lewis takes the lead role. I'm quite looking forward to it because I, I think I've got a soft spot for biopics myself. And it's a Spielberg film. He's bringing back all these usual collaborators, John Williams, the composer, Janusz Kaminski, the cinematographer, Michael Kahn, the editor. And I, I don't think Day-Lewis has done a bad performance in his career, to be honest. So I've got a really strong feeling that's going to be a good film. I hope it isn't like that last dreadful Lincoln film where he's supposedly a... Uh, a ghoul, a zombie hunter. That was an awful movie. Vampire hunter, yeah. Van, I, yeah. Oh, yet, but... I hated that. And I thought it was an insult to the presidency of the United States to have him as a main character uh, killing zombies. That's just ridiculous. But anyway, let's let's look forward to this new Lincoln, and hopefully they can tell us something new about Lincoln. Uh, well, what a what a combination! Daniel Day Lewis and uh, Steven Spielberg. 
doing the doing the directing. So that that's certainly a, a good uh, pick. So we'll we'll add that to your list. Zero Dark Thirty, Django Unchained, and Lincoln. You're on a roll, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else are I'm you also, looking forward uh, to? <laughs> Let's um, just I'm let him choose all a, the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've just bought the book for a film which has been adapted from a book called The Silver Linings Playbook. It's uh, yeah. with Bradley Cooper, who's in Limitless, and Jennifer Lawrence, who's a very promising actress, especially from Winter's Bone this year. She did The Hunger Games. Yeah, she's lovely, yeah. That's about really two people who've got um, antisocial difficulties, let's put it that way, and, and they sort of fall in love. Or the, the, the trailer makes it seem like they're going to fall in love because he, he wants to get back with his wife, um, Bradley Cooper does, and um, <clears throat> so she says, well, I'll help you as long as you become my dance partner. <laughs> so it's oh. quite an interesting concept. And so it's, so it's a, a dramedy. It sounds like it's kind of a... Got yeah, a, it's a dramedy, yeah. Things. And, uh, and Robert De Niro's Jennifer playing Lawrence. the dad. Robert De Niro's playing the dad. Wow! Oh, for heaven's sake! Well, that that sounds interesting. Well, why don't you why don't we let you have one one more pick, and then we'll go to, uh, to James, and then to and then uh, to AJ, and um, uh, see see if we have any any picks in common. So, what is your fifth most eagerly um, awaited? Seven, it's called Seven Psychopaths. It's by Martin McDonough, who did in Bruges. And it's got Colin Farrell in it and Christopher Walken. It's uh, kind of a black comedy, sort of like the sort of thing I did in the 90s, like Two Days in the Valley, you know, True Romance, that's, that sort of thing. It's It's got potential for cult status based on clips I've seen, trailers, and uh, it could turn out better than uh, the previous work from Martin McDonough because he's got, in my opinion, two strikes against him with uh, his short film Six Shooter, which was dreadful, and in Bruges, which I wasn't particularly fond of, just just found it very uneven. I, but this one looks like it could be, a, you know, a, a breakout film for him. Well, what a cast that has! Uh, as you say, Colin Farrell, uh, Woody Harrelson, uh, Christopher Walken, and that one certainly does uh, pique my uh, curiosity. So, so James, um, let's go to you. Uh, what would you like to uh, mention as the the upcoming fall films that you're most eager to see. Well, R Richard got all the good ones. There's nothing left. So, uh, oh, that's it. <laughs> Only those five Hobbit. out of a hundred. Only those five Hobbit's out of a hundred. Five out of a hundred. Well, we're going to have to we're going to have to call call on uh, on AJ. Why don't we let AJ give his, and then and then you can add to that. Okay, James. Oh well, I, I have a few if you want them. All right, don't be shy. All right, no, me shy? No, I'm not shy. Uh, one movie that I think it's a small movie. It's called The Sessions, and it stars John Hawks and Helen Hunt. And it's about this man who has been paralyzed most of his life. He's like in an iron lung. He's had polio, and um, he wants to lose his virginity at age 38. So he hires a therapeutic. Uh, Sex surrogate, who is Helen Hunt. Not bad. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no wonder you like that one. Okay. Well, it's 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 very unusual. It's it's quite different, and I can't wait to see them hauling him out of the iron lung to uh, <laughs> fool around with like Helen that. Hunt. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. 
<laughs> and what's your second one? What's your, my, what's your second? My second one is uh, it's a movie that I hadn't even heard about uh, him making. It's Brad Pitt in the movie called Killing Them Softly with Ray Liotta, yeah. whom I love, and James Gandolfini. And uh, it's about a hitman. He plays a hired gun. Uh, with uh, two uh, sort of half moronic hoodlums <laughs> as pals, and uh, it's—I don't know where this movie came from. I'd never heard about it, but it looks like it could be interesting. And, and Brad that, Pitt is usually yeah, interesting. Brad Pitt, yeah. And then there's the two new guys in it are called Scoot McNary and uh, Ben Mendelsohn. I—I've not heard of either one of those guys. I guess they're new, so. We'll see what that one's like. And, uh, okay. Because, so you've yeah. got the sessions and killing, killing them softly. Killing and, them and softly with yeah, Brad Pitt. And um, a, a Brad Pitt actually is in another film that seems to be having a little trouble getting completed, and that that is uh, World War Z. And apparently they've gone back to uh, shoot some more scenes for that film. Uh, the the third act apparently didn't come together well enough, so they got some writers on it and are working on that now and doing some reshoots, several weeks of reshoots. So we don't that was supposed to come out this year, but I think it's not going to come out until next year. So I may be jumping the gun on that one, but okay. Well, we'll yeah. we'll uh, watch for watch for that World yeah. War Z. At yeah, number you want four. another one? You want mm-hmm. another two one? more? We'll each give oh, our top more. five. Oh, two more! Oh my God! Uh, uh, Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Frank. And <laughs> <Weenie>. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Tim Burton. That's Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Now, Tim Burton, I've never understood at all. I mean, he seems like a maniac and should be sedated, but uh, <laughs> his his films his films are always interesting. I have to say that, but uh, apparently this full-length version of a short film I guess he made when he was in school but uh, I think it was in 1984 when he made a little short film of this and now they've expanded it into 3D but it's still in black and white because he wants it's sort of like a nod to the old sleazy movies of the 50s so. And he's, he does the he does the weird bizarre uh, humor and uh, this one uh, looks it looks really good to me too. And what's your fifth one, James? Uh, my fifth one would be uh, uh, one of my favorite favorite persons of all time is uh, Ben Affleck, and he's got a film coming out called Argo, and it's about the uh, uh, the hostages in Iran uh, when when they took. Uh, uh, I think it was 52 or three American hostages and held them for, God, I don't know, six months or something in Iran. And uh, this is sort of a backstory behind all all that business. There, there apparently was something additional going on, and six Americans actually escaped. And uh, a fellow was posing as a Canadian filmmaker and he yes he managed to convince the Iranians that he was legitimate and was making a film so he used these six Americans I guess as part of his crew and he disguised them and everything he got them out so it's it sounds like a thriller and it sounds really good really good um 
uh, Ben Affleck uh, plays uh, one of the leads, which is nice because I like to see him in in films as well as directing. He also directed this film, so it should be good. And um, sounds John really Goodman, interesting. Yeah, yeah, John Goodman is in it, who's been here at the Loya Playhouse and at the Old Globe Theater doing Shakespearean plays, and I've seen him do those. And he's a great actor. And Alan Arkin, who won an Oscar, and uh, Brian Cranston from Mad Men on TV. So. It sounds like a really Ooh. interesting, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of Wag the Dog with their pretending that they're you know, making a film. But this one looks like quite a bit more uh, serious than that one. Well, those, little, are, little more those serious, are interesting, yeah. really yeah, those, interesting. Those are... The Sessions, Killing Them Softly, World War Z, Frank and Weenie, and uh, Argo. So, Argo, yeah. Uh, so thank you for for those picks and and now uh, AJ I think has been so very patient but I'm sure he has some films that he'd like to tell us about that are coming out in the fall that he's eager to see. You're on AJ. Yay! I, I, I did. I had a whole I had a whole lineup of movies here and I for the longest time throughout the other two guests I was like okay they haven't mentioned any yet they haven't mentioned any and then James mentions Argo which is the number one that I had wanted to see. Well, good. Mention right. it again because yeah. that might be a hit. But 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 I do have backup. I have five ones here that no one's mentioned yet, and oh, I'm good. very surprised. Yeah, that's great. Okay, for my my first pick uh, is uh, the Master, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie. Oh. It's got Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Amy oh. Adams in there. Oh, supposedly wonderful. drawn from you know the Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard and his kind of religious leanings, but there's apparently a lot more going on than that. It it looks really good, and Paul P. T. Anderson, like he's he's a proven filmmaker. He, he's one of those guys. It's like the Coen brothers or Christopher Nolan, who at this point they could announce that they're filming page five of the phone book, and I'm like, I'll, I'll camp out right now. Like, I'll, I'll get my ticket. Let's go. Let's do this. Right, right. Okay, so Argo and the Master. Those those sound really interesting. Uh, what have okay. you? What else have you got? All right, number two, I have a new uh, Disney animated movie, Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph. It, which is John C. Riley is the voice of uh, the bad guy in a sort of like Donkey Kong style arcade game, and he gets tired of being the villain over and over. So he ventures out into the video game world to try and be a hero and find his place in the world, and just for the pure nostalgia value of like seeing all like these video game characters pop up, like in the trailer they have Bowser from Super Mario Brothers and the Pac-Man Ghosts and M. Bison from Street Fighter, but it also just looks like a really fun, colorful movie, so I'm definitely looking forward to that one. And the previews are are out, I think, for it. I, and it looks it looks pretty uh, pretty funny. So that's a good uh, pick. And what's next? All right, number three, I have Looper from uh, Ryan Johnson, who did Brick and the Brothers Bloom. This is a sci-fi movie. It's got uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as this uh, sort of mafia assassin in the past, and in the future, when like the mob guys want to get rid of somebody, they send them into the past, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt kind of takes care of them and uh, deals with that. But then he meets himself from the future, played by Bruce Willis, 
So then all sorts of complications go on. And I'm trying to go in as little as I can about this. I've only seen, like, the one trailer that's been out. But I'm trying not to get too tempted to learn about all the secrets and stuff since I'm pretty sure I'm going to be surprised and I want to be surprised. Yeah, that one is really grabbing my attention uh, after seeing the the previews. And I love these uh, time travel sci-fi uh, movies. And that cast just appeals to me, Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So good good pick. So uh, I think you, you have two more. I have two more. Uh, number four is uh, Skyfall, the new Bond movie. Oh, yeah! Just because it, 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 it's looking awesome. I know a lot of people were disappointed by Quantum of Solace. I don't know what they were thinking. I was totally fine with it. I but love I it. Will say, I, I will say that Skyfall, it looks like an improvement, and it's a closer uh, return to what Bond kind of used to be. They're starting to bring in some of the more older elements here. They have AQ. Q is back in this one. It's kind of a younger dude. Ugh. But it just looks like it's going to be a lot of great stunts, a lot of cool action, and I, I'm just set for it. It's Bond. He's back. And that's the 23rd, the 23rd uh, James Bond film, I think. Uh, but who's counting? We 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 lo- we just love Bond movies, so uh, keep them keep <laughs> them coming. And what is your fifth one, AJ? All right, my fifth one is the Man with the Iron Fist. Like written, directed, and starring uh, uh, the RZA from a uh, Wu Tang Clan, it just looks like one of the craziest, over-the-top martial arts movies I've ever seen. The trailer was just filled with just this really weirdo fantasy violence and like guys' eyes being punched out and <laughs> like fighters turning their skin into gold. And then the RZA is this guy who like puts his hands into like these look like permanent iron fists and then probably the craziest thing of all in the middle of all this Russell Crowe he's just kind of hanging around it's like wait what like that's the goofiest thing about the whole thing but it just looks like a really creative nuts movie so I'm totally there well you know uh, AJ I'm so glad you mentioned that movie because I'm trying um, in fact next we were supposed to have next week Rick Yoon um, as our guest, and uh, of course he's in he's in this movie, and uh, he pl- he's the one that played the villain in a James Zhao in a uh, James Bond movie, and I thought he did such a, a great job. So, um, but he wanted to come in closer to when the movie opens. So I'll be sure to let you know. Maybe you can come on and co-host when we have uh, Rick Yoon in talking about the man with the iron fist. Would you, Would you like that? If If I'm available, sure. Great, great. Well, those those are really great uh, selections, and uh, it's interesting that we have such a diverse taste because um, we have very, very few um, uh, movies that each of us has picked. Mine, of course, you know the the top of the list for mine. You can all guess what I'm sure you can all guess what it is. It's Les Misérables, <laughs> which is a musical. A musical. <laughs> A musical starring, starring, starring Hugh Jackman. Backman. Oh yes. my gosh, I have been waiting and waiting and waiting for such a long time for Hugh Jackman to do a musical, a movie musical. And this one, I, I think, is just it's going to be great. And, and there's Russell Crowe again, 
and I didn't know that he could sing, but evidently he has this band that he sings with, 30 pounds yeah. of granite or something like that. And then <laughs> and then Anne, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway is Fantine and that beautiful, beautiful music. So so that's my that's my number one. Uh, the second choice that I have is Lay is um, Anna Karenina with Karen Knightley and and Joe Wright is is directing yeah. this movie. They work together in Pride and Prejudice, and I thought that was the best movie version of Pride and Prejudice ever filmed. So I'm just eager to see what they can do with Anna Karenina. And then three, I will have to go with uh, Looper. So we do have some agreement there, AJ. I, as I mentioned, the time travel and the cast and, and the way the action looks in that in that movie, I just can hardly wait. That comes out, I think, September 28th, so we don't have too long to wait for that. And then uh, number four for me is Argo. So that's one that has been that has been mentioned before. Yay, I think yay. that looks yeah, that looks like it's really really fascinating. And then there's another movie that I can't find out too much about it, but I, I like the I like the title, and of course it's a it's a musical. It's called Pitch Perfect, and it's about a competition between a cappella choirs. So I'll have to find out more. I'll have to find out more about that. But since it's a musical, I'm putting it I'm putting it on my list. Well, I I hope that our listeners um, will get a chance to look. Uh, into these movies a little a little bit uh, more, um, I think that we've got we've got some good picks and and we've given uh, given them some attention. I think that they that they deserve. And now, why don't we go to the other extreme? Uh, what or which movie <laughs> that's being released in the fall is one that you're dreading the most? Uh, let's go back to you, Richard. Do you have something that you'd like to talk about in terms of a movie that you're dreading that's going to be coming out in the fall? Yeah, there's The Hobbit. I have to be honest, I wasn't a fan of Lord of the Rings. Part, a part of me is really keen on seeing it, and, and a large part of me is not really that keen on seeing it. I just find he, he doesn't the, the tone of the books doesn't translate well to the screen in, in, his, in his hands, in Peter Jackson's hands. Yeah. Oh, well, for heaven's sake, I'm so surprised to hear to hear that because I've just been hearing such good things about the Hobbit. But that's the one that you're dreading dreading the most. Uh, what about you, James? Well, which actually, movie I, are you dreading? I I just saw a film that is coming out this fall. In fact, shortly, oh. and it's called Cosmopolis with with uh, Robert Pattinson. It's a dreadful movie. It's horrible. Uh, I don't recommend it to anybody. Cosmopolis. I think it's yeah. I think it is playing now in some uh, uh, Well, yeah, it's not out over here, but uh, it's coming out very soon. So it 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 qualifies as a fall movie, but as a fall fall movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the um, only yeah the only reason actually to see it would be to see the acting skill of. Um, uh, the co-star, uh, oh God, his name just slipped my mind. Mm. Cosmopolis. Uh, Paul well, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, he's, well, he's Donald Levitt, who does uh, movie reviews for Real Talk uh, Reviews dot com, 
uh, agrees with you. He does. He, he does. his review was very negative about Cosmopolis. So, so there's the two people that uh, have given it thumbs down. AJ, what are you dreading? I don't know. I think you'll have to tack on another half hour just for the ones that I think suck. <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> it, okay. it, it, it's, it's hard to narrow it down. you got Breaking Dawn Part 2 and Won't Back Down and Pitch Perfect, but I think oh. out, of the whole, out of the whole bunch, uh, Here Comes the Boom is the one I'm most dreading. It's Kevin James as an MMA fighter. Ha, 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 I can hear the yucks already. It's a fat guy trying to fight. It's like, And it just sucks because he's a really likable guy, but I'm just so tired of his shtick and, just, and his comedic skills just not being put to good use. And Paul Blart and Dilemma and Zookeeper, and now this. I'm betting he's going to fall down a lot and he's going to eat hot dogs a lot. I don't care. It just looks like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've got the Hobbit, and we've got Cosmopolis, and we've got Breaking uh, Breaking Dawn Part Two. Here comes the Here comes the boom. Yeah, those uh, the only, well, I can kind of ag- agree with everything except except the Hobbit because I'm kind of looking forward. I'm looking forward to that, but uh, but I can certainly agree with you, AJ, about Breaking uh, Breaking Dawn Part Two. You know, I, I I know I won't. We're not winning any friends or influencing any fans at all on that, because that's that's pretty much a, a given that the um, that the Twilight fans will will really enjoy the that yeah, movie. But yeah, that, I I like I I like the first one. I really enjoyed it. I hadn't read the books, and so I was pleasantly surprised. But then they've just kind of got steadily worse. Yeah, like Twilight's one of those movies that the people who want to go see it have made up their minds about it already, and you're not going to convince them otherwise. So I'll let the crazies have their crappy vampire movie. Well, and and um, I'm getting a little bit tired of uh, vampires too. I mean, they're just kind of all all over. <laughs> well, they just... they overdid it as usual. If there's one thing in Hollywood, if something is a hit, then 50 other people make the same thing. Uh, you know, TV shows and uh, you know so many vampire shows on uh, television now, and and then the Twilight movies and uh, and uh, oh that Kristen Stewart they should do away with her. I think she's washed up. Well, she has a lot of uh, she has a lot of fans, and she has given some um, some excellent performances, but not necessarily in the Twilight in the Twilight movies. But um, well, really? let's, let's get a, let's get a little more positive here. <laughs> that we've had why, why start now? <laughs> why now? It's why more now? fun to be negative. <laughs> well, I know, I know it is, but but um, we're what I what I'm interested in is um, of course. Because now we're we're getting we're starting into the the season when we when we have to think about awards, and um, I was just wondering if you see or could predict from from the uh, list of fall movies the um, the movies that you think might be Oscar contenders because our listeners do like like to know that too. So so Richard, which of the which of the fall films do you think have a chance to be Oscar contenders? I think Lincoln, especially for uh, John Williams, the composer, because 
he got nominated for the Adventures of Tintin and War Horse. He hadn't done uh, any work uh, prior to that for about four, three or four years, I think. So I mm-hmm. think he's a shoe in there. Yeah. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty looks interesting. Uh, get away from the ones I've already mentioned. I think uh, Cloud Atlas, um, very Terence Malick-esque type film, very visual with Tom Hanks, could be a cinematography candidate, you know, potentially. Um, if only for that. I mean, the Academy goes for these very, uh, dare I say, anodyne, self-indulgent flicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it, and I understand that the uh, in that film, Cloud Atlas, the cast members, uh, Tom Tom Hanks, uh, uh, I always go see a Tom Hanks movie, and I believe everything that he does, no matter how strange it may be, but I think this is one of those sort of quantum genre films where the, the uh, players, the cast members play many different roles in many different time periods. Is that the way you understand it too, Richard? Yeah, I think the trailer's about six minutes long, the one I saw on YouTube, um, which is maybe a bit too much for for, for a, like a first impression. I mean, normally trailer's about two and a half, three minutes. And it might, yeah. I mean, apparently the film's two hours, 40 minutes long. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't wow. know. I mean, until it, until it comes out, I mean, there's no really, I mean, sometimes the way, the way it's put together, it can, it can either, it can either be a pulp fiction or it can be something less of, you know, than that. But it does look like a like a very different uh, film, and um, mm. I, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it did receive some uh, attention at Oscar time. And James, what um, films do you think are going to be Oscar contenders out of these fall, uh, out of these fall uh, releases? Well, all the films that I selected, of course. Okay. They're all Oscar winners. <laughs> I think probably... John Hawks and Helen Hunt probably have a good chance of Oscars. From what I hear, of course, I haven't seen the film, but uh, it's gotten very good buzz. And I think uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, whom I have been following his career since he was a little kid, and I said, boy, he's a good little actor. And he's he's grown into a, a, a strapping young man who is a very good actor in his adult films and he may be in for it for uh, Looper uh, yes possibly. I, I hope yeah. I yeah. hope so yeah that really that really yeah. does uh, that that appeals to me too yeah. and and how about you AJ which ones do you well, think are in contention uh well I was pretty much got to agree with uh, my two uh panelists here, you know, Lincoln, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis, I think he's already just a cinch for a nomination, at least just from the uh, first pictures they've released of him in character, and he just looks spot on. Uh, Claude now, Atlas, who, did, who did you mention? I, I didn't I didn't get that. Who did you mention, AJ? Daniel Day-Lewis. I mean, I, oh, for, yes, for Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, that would be my, my feeling, too. Yep, and, and then... Then uh, Cloud Atlas would kind of be like the wild card. That's one that could be like either so so ambitious, you know, it just blows everyone away, or just totally alienates anyone. So like like Richard said, kind of like Maliki, I got a kind of a tree of life sort of vibe off of this one. I'll be if this one has a lot more spaceships and kaboom and action in it. But uh, it could go either way. It, it'll have some technical nominations at least. And uh, and again, the master. 
for acting categories for the main cast, I think they've they got a good chance of scoring some nominations there. I think those are good, definitely good predictions. And of course, you know that I would like very much for Les Misérables to be <laughs> nominated for an Oscar. And we don't have uh, very many chances anymore to have musicals nominated for an Oscar. But um, I'm keeping my definitely keeping my fingers crossed on that. And you know, I'm wondering um, who's missing this year from from any films in the um, in the fall. Where I noticed that when I saw that Johnny Depp wasn't uh, in wasn't appearing in any of these movies. So of course I was very very disappointed about that. Oh, and then I, I was going to mention Johnny Depp to you. Where is he? That's what I was thinking. Where is he? Where's George Clooney? Where's Ryan Gosling? Where's Helen Mirren? Where's Meryl Streep? Um, so uh, I'm a little bit disappointed uh, about that. But all in all, I'm very uh, pleased with the with the fall schedule. I think it's it's diverse, and I think there's something there for everybody. And um, and AJ and James and Richard, you've just been such terrific guests today. And and I know now. Um, some new films that I'm I'm going to be looking forward to that I I wasn't sure before the before the show started today, but I see as usual our time has gone by too quickly and um, I'm going to be calling on you three again uh, in the future to be back on the show. Is that all right with everybody? Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Yeah. Sure thing. Well. Well, we we really enjoy having you uh, having you here, and um, I'm sorry that we have to say that the time is almost up. Uh, we're not too sure about what the time is, and Nikki uh, was uh, is not uh, getting a signal, so we can't call on her for a, a, a chat room report. And I apologize to uh, our chatters for that, but but I want to thank Nikki for uh, being uh, with the chat and and all the people who participated in the chat and as well as our other listeners. But time to wrap things up. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for featuring this episode as one of today's staff picks. We really appreciate it. Thanks again to our three uh, critics who have been such a big help to us today, and to uh, Nikki Starr for her wonderful help and I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know I sure did. Please come back next time for another spirited discussion about the movies. In the meantime, don't you forget to check out our film reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L-T-A-L-K-R-E-V-I-E-W-S.com. That's all for now, folks. So here's Brian Ferry taking us out with a song that always reminds me why I love movies so much. You must remember this. A kiss is still a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. The fundamental things apply. As time goes by And when two lovers move They still say I love you 